welcome to the mini podcast series known as the summer of 19 by all about it united and football and i am hemant and i'll be doing 10 episodes of this mini podcast series which will basically be consisting of my theories slash my out of the box topics about manchester united and bit of a football in general and these podcasts will be short by duration and i'll be releasing 10 episodes of this you can listen to this podcast on major podcasting platforms such as anchor google podcasts apple podcasts or itunes you want to call it spotify radio public overcast pocket cast and many more so this is episode 1 and whether andres pereira can be the next andres pereira is the title of this episode so let's just basically get into it why am i kind of doing this sort of a podcast wherein i am you know trying to compare andres pereira uh, to andres herrera you know and sort of trying to compare him to be the next andres herrera kind of a guy from manchester united that that's basically what this podcast is about i mean this is nothing to do with some you know uh, sort of a fact or something like that this is just my theory which i uh, kind of firmly believe that uh, you know this is this is my theory that andres pereira might end up being the next andres herrera at manchester united it is possible because and andres pereira is just 23 years old and you know you know he's he's obviously got the potential to develop into a very good midfielder for united in the future that that's very obvious so let me just get to the point very straight why am i doing this podcast andres the next herrera well there are a couple of reasons which i'm going to get down into number 1 manchester united as of now don't look to recruit many signings uh, in the midfield to strengthen it you know and that's very very f- uh, fascinating i mean like a team that is on a rebuild is not looking at midfielders it's very fascinating and it's very frustrating as manchester united fans to you know kind of face that situation so if if you're not going to make signings what's the what's the thing that you're going to do you know if you want to progress as a football club and if you want to you know achieve results as a football club so obviously you've got to look into the players that you've got and andres pereira you know i some of think that this guy can kind of be the next herrera obviously you know the chances of that being you know absolute bollocks can be uh, more than the chances that it might actually happen you know so that's one reason united are not kind of looking into uh, you know signings in a midfield which can kind of straight away fit into the uh, midfield of manchester united and you know replace and herrera who has been absolutely pivotal to manchester united uh, in the last you know last season especially and obviously in the time that he's been there because he's one of those players obviously obviously get what the club was about i mean like he obviously left united sadly but like he was the one who uh, you know get, used to get what united was about and you know you, you can just go and check out his stats of last season at man united it was absolutely brilliant and pivotal in ole gunnar solskjaer's uh, manchester united system so why did i feel that andres pereira of all people you know there are many people like scott mctominay in in, in the squad and like uh, james garner uh, Ethan Hamilton maybe and there are there are a lot of players uh, you know whose names I could have taken but why specifically Andres Pereira okay let me just you know start off with the story of Andres Pereira very quickly over here 
So, Andres Pereira is this young Manchester United academy lad who just kind of broke into the scene under Louis Van Gaal. And then uh, he had a couple of loan spells in, at Spanish clubs in La Liga where he was tried and tested into different positions. Basically, he can kind of play box-to-box midfield. He can even play as a C- CDM, you know, uh, and he can slot himself on, onto either wings, you know, right, right wing, left wing. Managers have kind of tested him uh, in those positions. So, like, he he's a multi-position player, there's no doubt. But the problem with this guy is that... There's no sort of a position where you can say this is the best position of Andres Pereira. I mean, like, you can kind of argue that maybe the central central midfield role uh, on the right side is probably his best position because in a more attacking role, he kind of thrives in a system, uh, you know, of a team that plays with a 4-3-3 and kind of slots in Andres Pereira onto the right, you know. But... Okay, that's that's about Andres Pereira. Then Andres Pereira came back to Manchester United in 2018-19 season. I mean, like he ended all his loan spells and he kind of came back to United in 2018-19. And then Jose Mourinho was already moaning about signings uh, at the start of the season, and United had just got Fred and Diogo Dallo as the only two signings, and the Premier League had begun, and Mourinho was damn frustrated. So, uh, and also, uh, the other problem for Mourinho was that, uh, you know, the World Cup had just ended in 2018 and all the players, major players of United had been on international duty with their uh, national teams for World Cup and, you know, they were on holiday and some were, uh, some were injured, you know, before the start of uh, the last season's Premier League. So, Jose was frustrated. Jose was frustrated. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Nemanja Matic, who Jose trusted a lot and played a lot, uh, was injured. So, Jose was short on options uh, in CDM position especially. You know, Fred Fred was kind of brought into the club uh, at that time. And I, I, I kind of felt that Fred would be the CDM for United, the fast and ancient CDM. Uh, that that could kind of uh, be a bit Kante like for Manchester United, you know, kind of an Angolo Kante like signing for United because he's very fast on the ball, very tenacious, and you know uh, has a good distribution range and stuff like that. But Fred was kind of seen as a box-to-box midfielder for for Jose Mourinho. I mean, like he never fancied him as a, a CDM. All he did, and I kind of saw many glimpses of Fred's uh, CDM brilliances and stuff like that. I've mentioned that on my previous podcast. So, uh, so Jose had a lack of options for CDM, and straight from the uh, straight from the preseason itself, he started playing Andres Pereira as a CDM, and uh, Pereira was actually doing really, really well uh, at, at the CDM because he was fast. He was tenacious. He had that kind of an aggression that you kind of expect from a typical Manchester United midfielder, and he was really, really, really doing well. And I think I thought, uh, you know, the way he was uh, doing in preseason, I kind of thought this might end up being the breakthrough season for Andres Pereira, but sadly, it did not. Uh, let me just get into that uh, in some time. So yeah, so Pereira was doing really, really well at, at CDM. And, uh, you know, the Premier League began and Jose Mourinho played uh, Andres Pereira at CDM for two games. And uh, the second game against Brighton, it was, and he was kind of decent. 
and the first game he was superb against Leicester I mean, at CDM. So I I literally thought that this guy would uh, get into I mean this this might be his breakthrough season. I straight away thought that. Uh, and even got a Brazilian uh, national team call up, uh, which which is absolutely brilliant for someone like him because Brazil obviously you know has got a lot of competition to get into. So he got into the Brazilian national team. And you know things were kind of looking good for Andres Pereira, but then obviously the main players came back, started coming back, and United also started kind of losing games, uh, games which they shouldn't be losing. And obviously when Jose Jose Mourinho, a manager like him, loses his mind, he you know uh, makes a lot of makes a lot of unnecessary changes, you know, which are, uh, which you know kind of frustrates United fans. I mean, at a point in time. Uh, you know, United fans were, you know, left wondering what the starting eleven would be because Jose never knew his best starting eleven, and Andres Pereira was kind of dropped uh, in the procedure, and he obviously had a few of inju- a few injury problems himself, and then he was in and out of the team, and you know, unfortunately, the season ended kind of terribly for Andres Pereira and obviously most of the Manchester United players which I'll be definitely highlighting a lot in this uh, mini-podcast series. So, yeah, so Andres Pereira. Then when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer came, uh, he, started, he started playing Andres Pereira as the box-to-box midfielder, you know, in some games. And let me tell you this. This is where I kind of uh, started to form an opinion about this guy because... The passion and the dedication level in this guy is obviously there. You know, I still remember the first time when I kind of got it, uh, got into this opinion was uh, in February, I think, when Manchester United played Liverpool at Old Trafford. Uh, the match ended nil-nil, obviously. But uh, and Herrera in that match uh, obviously got injured and he was substituted. United had to make three subs in the first half itself, which was absolutely terrible. And only put on Andres Pereira. He kind of did very well in that game, Andres Pereira uh, kind of put a seven out of a seven out of ten performance. I remember. What I loved about Pereira in that match was his passion and dedication. The way he used to just take a tackle himself and put in a tackle himself, and you know, uh, fought for the ball, ran around. You know, his work rate is uh, good. I think. You know, uh, if you put him in a more advanced role, his wo- his work rate is very good. You know, uh, he's got the he's definitely got the passion and dedication to play for this club. Definitely, that's there in this guy, which is one of the core reasons you can kind of form an opinion. Uh, you know, uh, you can you can kind of form an opinion upon this guy. Uh, you know, looking at his passion and dedication because that's the sort of the players that Manchester United is in requirement at the moment. Because no matter you bring in the best players in the world or the worst players in the world. The the foremost thing right now United is looking is a guy is a guy who is a decent enough footballer not a decent enough a good good footballer who can play uh, in a Premier League team that that challenges for top six a top six Premier League uh, level player who gives everything uh, for the team and you know uh, you know is consistent enough throughout the, throughout the season that's that's the sort of the player Manchester United is looking. Andres Pereira has definitely got the passion and dedication and and the work rate to be a guy, uh, you know, who can who can kind of slot himself into a box to box position and play that role really really well. And I think that that if this guy, you know, kind of 
works on his fitness and works on his techniques more uh, i think this guy can kind of be a good box box midfielder in the future and kind of become the and herrera that manchester united fans cried out when he left so he kind of got that but like look uh, you might kind of argue uh, with me that ashley young and scott mctominay even these players put up fights you know just putting up a fight is not the thing you have to, you have to put the fight you have to also you have to put in a very decent performance i think you know unless and until you put in a decent performance uh, a, a good amount of fight and you know um, you play the and you obviously have to play for this club with passion that's the main thing and the foremost thing that uh, that is required uh, to play at manchester united and i think uh, uh, scott mctominay you know i i don't want to form a false opinion on this guy but like uh, as far as i'm concerned this guy is a guy who cares cares for manchester united but he kind of uh, you know i don't kind of fancy him uh, in front of andres pereira because andres pereira he's got that bit of brazilian talent inside him which you know basically uh, many good brazilian players have in them uh and pereira has definitely got that brazilian edge in himself you know his free kick technique is absolutely brilliant you know uh his free kick technique is absolutely brilliant uh his his you know his long 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 range shot ability is obviously very very good and he's obviously very good in pressing in a very uh, you know in a diamond system he can he can be very good uh, in pressing up the ball and obviously if you slot him on the wings he can kind of guard the full backs uh, behind him and obviously you know kind of centralize himself when there's an attack and he's very good in transition as well you know the some highlight games uh, i remember for andres pereira was obviously the leicester game at the start of the 2018-19 premier league season the leicester city game was very very good uh, then again again in the, against the brighton uh, against brighton i think he was average and then against man city in the first man city uh, at old trafford which was kind of uh, a month back or two months back i think and in that game he was he was actually decent at the first half but then he got subbed off you know and basically in that game he was kind of winning every second ball and every sing, uh, every second tackle uh, and then he was good in breaking up the play as well and he was fast in moving the ball forward and he was the guy putting the energy into the midfield so that was another game and i think uh, he he's done well in couple of games but obviously there have been terrible games where he was kind of very very terrible like the valencia game in the champions league away from home that that's one of those games i i feel kind of very terrible for andres pereira and obviously uh, uh another game i remember P- against psg away where we kind of miraculously won that game i think that game again he was uh, kind of decent uh not very decent because uh, he was kind of slotted into the left wing role and he kind of did well not too well but it was average and another one of the one of his most disappointing performances came against cardiff city at the end of the season the last game of the season at old trafford he played into that box box to box role i think the whole team seemed down that day and andres pereira's performance was terrible because i think that game he should have probably played cdm but scott mctominay did and mctominay is i think he's not a he's not a cdm for me definitely but he had to play there but so yeah so all in all i just want to say this andres pereira is a passionate young talented footballer with that brazilian edge with good free kick technique 
good amount of energy to press players and stuff like that and i think if and if he can work hard and you know uh concentrate on his game and fix his mind on a fixed position then i think he's got the potential to impress ali and kind of slot himself into a go- uh, a good amount of playing time at manchester united uh and you know there are many players in world football who don't you know you don't know their best position i i definitely have got a lot of examples have got a lot of examples i've got it and to talk about aaron ramsey at arsenal who left arsenal obviously to juventus but he was one of those players who kind of was never sure about his position best position uh where he wanted to play uh, week in week out for arsenal uh, but unai emery was kind of sorting it but obviously he uh, then decided to move on to Juventus and then he got injured and he never really got to impress Arsenal fans uh, before he left so Aaron Ramsey is the prime example i think and as per i played at multiple positions wings doesn't suit him that well i mean he, ki- he can kind of play right winger uh, there was a time where i used to say about perera that you know you can kind of play him at a right back because he's way better than ashley young and you can also play him at right wing because we don't have a proper right winger because his crossing is very good another point i missed out is his pro- crossing is very very good he can cross the ball really really well i think box box i think he can develop into a good box box midfielder and when i look at and and herrera's uh, you know performance as a united when he initially came in at the club i think those were kind of similar to a uh, bit of an Andres Pereira performances i mean like the way they run with the ball move with the ball and uh, the way they react to the runs during transition transitional play that that's something that uh, makes me correlate uh, between herrera and pereira so that that's my uh, kind of a theory that if andres pereira can focus on his game and can improve his technique and stuff like that he can actually be a good box box midfield option for united in the future so and let's just uh, look at andres pereira's stats uh, for manchester united this season because you know they're obviously not very convincing because all the all the stats are kind of misleading and you know the all all man united players have been kind of very terrible this season so i think uh stats are misleading here and let's just look at those stats he's made 25 appearances uh including friendlies this season and obviously all competitions which include the champions league premier league and FA Cup and he scored two goals obviously the one that I remember uh, both the goals I remember very very clearly in the in my mind because uh, one was against Liverpool in the friendly where we ob- obviously got absolutely battered by uh, a f- scoreline of 4-1 but he absolutely scored a worldy of a free kick against Liverpool uh in the pre-season friendly and then obviously his uh, second goal which was actually actually which was his first official goal for Manchester United came in the Premier League game against Southampton at Old Trafford which was an absolute banger which won the goal of the season award for uh Manchester United you know uh in the Man United awards player award he won the goal of the season award for his goal goal against Southampton so and he's made one assist uh and you know receive five look cards 0.5 shots per uh, so shots per 90 82.5% of a pass completion which is absolutely better than nemanja matic 
uh, I'll be honest here, which is better than the Manny Matic because I remember I was kind of researching on Matic and he was in about 70s and stuff like that. And he's won about 0.3 aerials uh, per 90 and, you know, you can kind of rate him uh, about a 6.5 on an average, uh, you know, throughout the season because I think 6 would be rather better because one, he lacked game time. Two, he never fixed into a really good position, and that's I think. And three, managers never gave him a real chance. So that's 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 my argument for it. So basically, that's it from this episode of Summer of Nineteen. Hope that's a kind of a decent start for this podcast. You know, uh, so let let me know your thoughts uh, for this podcast. You can obviously um, go on to my social media platform pages uh, and uh, give give me your thoughts, opinions, reviews, and stuff like that. Uh, stuff like that on this episode. Um, so all in all, I'll, I will I will just wrap this up by saying Andres Pereira can actually be the next Andres Pereira. I think so. That's my theory. I uh, that's my opinion. Uh, doesn't have to be same as yours. You've got your own opinion. That's fair. That's that's how the world works. So that's it from me. And I hope to see you all in the next episode of Summer of 19. I got confidence in myself, but that's just a key that giving me help. Trying to cover it up so you never tell. I feel like dancing with you. It's your moves, baby. Cause I can't dance in the way that you do. Oh my, come and teach me how to